for the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So for the art, that's why I'm so nice. What's up, everybody? This is Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves with Tyler Bug Copeland on the Man Up Podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up, Tyler? What's up, homie? This is like episode 50-something, like 51, 52. 84, but we've been, we've been, this is We're right at a year now. This is a year? We're hitting the one-year mark of the podcast. Is that true? Yep. That's cool. We started in December of last year, and that's why, so we're at 50-some-odd episodes. So I don't know exactly what the first one, date for the first one was, but I know we're right at a year now. So I'm super excited. Happy anniversary, Tyler. Happy anniversary, my Happy anniversary. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, went to the fights last night. I went to commentate for the TCB fights, which is uh, why today was the only day we could do the podcast. And I got there, and I did not commentate. Really? Because they didn't have the live stream set up to commentate. So, so you didn't have to go. I was no reason for me to be there. And oh, then I shit. got done, and I had a room to stay in, but... I wasn't feeling it, yeah, and so I drove home. I left about 1 o'clock this morning from Tunica, drove really? back, got back about 4 o'clock this morning, slept till 6.30, 6, 6.30, and just woke up. Was what time did you get home? 4 a.m. So you slept for two hours, and now you're just going? And then I got up, Sawyer woke up, me and him came and worked out together. We hit some, we, we worked on our boxing together. Yeah? It was actually fun. He's actually probably my new favorite workout partner. Really? He, he he's very motivating, and he's like he's enjoying himself. You know what I mean. So we like shadow box and we're like like I'll do a background, he'll do the bag next to me, and then we'll do a shadow box around. He'll shadow box next to me. I'll jump rope. He'll jump rope next to me. We did like three or four rounds of jump rope. We probably did I don't know ten rounds on a bag and just like having your little homie there. Huh? Yeah, did a couple rounds like some leg work. Then we finished with some leg strength training, and leg stuff, squats and stuff. I gave him a little kettlebell, a little ten pound kettlebell to do squats with. And then I did it with 135, just 10 sets of 10. There it is. Yeah. But we got we got that work in today. So then I got home and decided it was time to come do the podcast. So we decided it was time to come do the podcast. So I had to do it. Yep. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited, man. I got a I got some some shit on my chest that's been burning on me for the past probably two or three weeks. It was something that I actually heard Dwayne Johnson say. In a, it was like a motivational video. Who the hell is Dwayne Johnson? The Rock. Oh. Can you smell what he's cooking? Yeah. So he said something in a video, man. He said, uh, at some point in your life, you got to stop being okay with second place. And that's just, shit just hit home for me, man. That shit, I don't know, just something about that. I, you know, I, I listen to videos and stuff to try to get motivated a lot. You know, you, you were talking about how I've been talking about mental health a lot. The reason I talk, what brings up the subjects for me is uh, what I'm dealing with at the time. So, like, whatever issues I'm having ends up becoming the podcast topics. You know what I mean? If I'm having mental health issues, if I'm going through a tough time, you're going to hear about mental health, you're going to hear about motivation, whatever. You know what I mean? If I'm having struggling motivation, my podcast is going to be about motivation. Yeah. You know? And uh, I don't know, but I realize that's really not true, what he said. You don't have to come to a point in your life that you're okay, that you're not okay with second place. You can be okay with second place your whole life. A lot of people do. Most people do. Like more than most. 99% of mother fluffers. I mean, like less than second place. So yeah. You know what I mean? Most people will never even see second place. Mm-mm. And they're okay with it. They're okay with just living 
a mediocre life. Just being in the race. just Their whole life. They're not even in the race. They're not even doing anything. Not really, but I mean, you know. They're saying? just living. I mean, they're in the race, but they're lapped. Right. Badly. right. They're, they're, they're in the race, but they ain't racing. Correct. That's they a good way to you know what I mean? Yeah. They just, they're just in it. It's just like it's, it's like saying that you have to have thirty two cars in the race. You know what I mean? For right. it to be a race, so and then twenty eight of them are going to be lap traffic. You know, I've got a new theory that I'm working on. It's not really I'm we're not really working on it. I've got a new theory though, and this is my. Uh, everybody always says you're going to get out of life what you put into it. You're going to get out of something what you put into it. If you want, I actually disagree with that too. This is my new theory. What the fuck? You got some crazy stuff going on. You're going to get one step below what you put into it. Go into every situation believing you're going to get one step below what you put into it. If you put great effort in, you'll probably get good results. Good results. I see what you mean. If you get good, if you put in good effort, you're going to get mediocre results. Right. If you put in mediocre effort, you're going to get bad results. You're going to get crap results. Yeah. Go into every situation believing you're going to get one step below the effort you put into it. Even if that's not the case. Even if that's not the way that it works. Maybe maybe you, you will get what you put into it. All right. You may get to a point in your life that you get more than you put into it. That's what we're trying to get, right? We're trying yeah, to work yeah. in. Work to, we're overpaid. We're overcompensated right. for our efforts. But if you'll go into it with the mindset that I'm going to get one step below. So if I want great results... I better put in spectacular effort. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, not that's easy my, to do every day, too. Hell no, it's not. It's not. Every day? Every day. See, because that's the key. It's I not do shit every day. on the one day a week you're motivated. Right. You got to do it every day. Every day. Every day you got to grind it's it It's actually a conversation I've had this week. Really? Similar, yes. Break it down for me. Well, we were talking about, <laughs> me and my boss were talking about giving yearly... Um, whatever the fuck it's called, the you know what I'm talking about? Are you bonuses? No, where I just do the thing about how you've done all year. Oh, uh, performance review. Yeah, so talking about performance reviews, and you have like one out of five, right? Right. Well, three. He said. He said people are just threes. If you do a really good job, you're a three. Because like safety say you didn't get hurt right you went to and went, went to work all year didn't get hurt mm-hmm. your safety's a three right because you didn't go above and beyond our expectations you just you did not, what we expected you to right. do right Com- coming in and doing your job right. is not going above and beyond no you're you're coming in with uh with the wrong mindset and so, i'll be honest man i hear people talking about their jobs all the time yeah and i'm just like that's why you're a loser it's like, well, they don't pay me enough for that. Or they don't, you know what I mean? Like that whole mindset of it's like, like, like what you signed up for though, right? Right. You signed up to do that at that pay. Yeah. How are you mad about what right. they're paying you? Right. Like, cause I'm getting super into like company, company guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause the more I see it from their point of view, it makes sense. It changes your whole worldview. Yeah. When, as long as you see everything from the perspective of the many, yeah. of the bottom 99%. As long as uh, you're always going to be way, a fucking loser, you'll always be on the bottom ninety nine percent. There's a reason the yeah. top one percent, the people who make it. There, I'm not talking about their grandkids, but the people who make right. it there, their mindset, the way they think about things, is why they're there. The people who started this, right? Yeah, started it and grinded it out and built it. Like, so, so that was the deal. Like he was talking about performance. So he was like, so if you come in here and you do an extremely good job, like you know, and you do something that I expect more of you, I, you do more than I expect of you, one day. One, if you come in and do it one day a week, you're still the fucking three. Right. 
Because you just did it one day. You were going to have to come in and do this shit all day, every day. Right. To be a five. Four. Right. Four. Yeah. Anyway, he was just telling about how the, how the number five is pretty much an impossible yeah. number to get because you, you can't. Mm-hmm. Expectation is three. What you're expected to do is three. Right. So anything, like if you're a shitty worker, you're a two. One. Right. Right? You don't even make a three. No. Right. So. Because a three means you come in and do everything you're supposed to do. Yes. Yes. You came in and did everything you were supposed to do. To your best and ability. And you did it right. And you were three. Yeah. And you're still a three. Right. I didn't understand that at first. Yeah. I understand it completely. I completely but agree with it. he and I talk about it and I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I completely yeah. agree with it. Yeah, I do too. I completely agree with it. And, and, and when you get into the mindset of people owe you something or you going to come in and just do what you what you get paid for i have whenever i talk to people that have like shine in their field yeah. and are super successful in their field there's one thing that overshadows everything else What's that? it's the fact that they have the mindset of going above and beyond on everything that they do they were the person who came in and filled orders on without getting paid overtime they're the people that came in and and hustled when nobody was looking they were the people that had like what i call work ethic integrity like integrity to grind your ass off when nobody's paying attention to you because here's the thing that's the only grind that matters because nobody's gonna root for you nobody cares until you already won yeah nobody nope nobody cares until you already that's a fact For when, sure. When you win, now everybody's going to come celebrate with you. Right. Everybody's going to come gather around you. Everybody's got your back. Everybody, oh, I knew you could always do it, buddy. I always knew you had any. Well, where were you at when I was in here grinding by myself? Yeah. Where were you at? Because if you always knew, but that why might be the same knew? people who did the same thing you just did, right? They may have just wanted to see if you had it in you. And it's a lot of people do shit like that. Yeah. Because they don't want to be part of the process, they want to be part of the result. Everybody wants an instantaneous process. Yeah. And the easiest way to be part of instantaneous process is to latch on to somebody else's results. But you're never going to get spectacular results with that mindset. No, I'm just saying, you ever see people who say, you know, you remind me of me when I was your age. And they're way up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, they want to see, my boss wants to see, like, if you can think on your own. Right. He doesn't want to just tell you everything. If he's got to tell you everything, he might as well do the shit, right? Right. I feel the exact same so way. So that's how he is. He, he's, he is like what you're talking about. Like, he is a very motivating, you know what I mean? He's right. smart. He's But he's he's not latching on to your results. He's he's stepping back so you can get the results that you and now, can or won't. You know what I mean? Does I, that make sense? Especially when I'm looking at an employee, I definitely am looking for somebody because if I got to stand over you and watch you do it, I just soon do it myself. Yeah. But exactly. At the same time, here's what I will say from a coaching standpoint, okay? Because my job as a coach when I'm coaching fighters is to get help them any way that I can, right? Right. The promise I make to my athletes is not that I'm the best coach in the world. It's not that I'm the I'm the best jujitsu practitioner in the world or the best fighter in the world. But the one promise that I will guarantee if you come in and give me a hundred percent every day, I will give you a hundred percent every day. Yeah. I promise you that. You will you I will I will go above and beyond your effort. If you come in here and grind, I'll grind with you. Yeah, hell yeah. I'll push with you. And I'm sure. gonna help you build you up and I'll be part of the process for you. Yeah. 
And I feel like a lot of fighters forget that. They forget, like, I've seen this happen with many fighters of mine over the years and, and other places Yours? of mine. I've seen it happen with I've seen it happen with people with success only at an amateur level. And I've seen people go, like, they start getting a little bit of success and all of a sudden they forgot all the people that put in the work with them to help them get there. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't want to match. You know what I mean? Like that, which is fine. Cause you know, is it's not fine. I don't agree with that, but it's one of those people who just like can do the thing so much easier than everybody else. They don't even put the same effort in as everybody. Well, I'm not going like to say that. that. I mean, you but I've seen that too. Yeah. I've seen that too. But you know, those people never become great. No. Those people never become great. It's the, the phenomenal athletes almost never become great. I've never seen one become great. Like in my Jones. gym. No, well, you, they they, they happen. Gym. I'm saying in my gym, though. I got you. The ones who become great are the Tom Brady's. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the kind of people that end up with a goat status. The kind of people ass. that you look at them and you're like, you're not that fast. You're not that strong. You can't jump that high. Like, what are you, what are you offering? He's just pretty. You know what I mean? He's not just pretty. <laughs> he's just pretty. He got man. more Super Bowl rings and he's got fingers on one oh, hand. I'm just saying, he's just pretty. That's all it is. He's pretty. I mean, and and he's he really smart. wasn't that pretty when he first started. Oh, God, no. But he grinded. Yeah. Because here's the thing you can't control if you're pretty. Mm-mm. It sucks. You can't control if you're smart. Now, you, can, you can't control how tall you are. You yeah. can't control. There's not uh, almost all these things you can't control. And you get these guys who have the height, they have the athleticism, they have all these things. And then because they don't have the one thing they could control, lazy effort, yeah, they never reach greatness. Yeah. And they could have been so much greater than all these other guys who do make it. But because they didn't have – there's two things always in your control, always. You always have two things in your control. You always are in control of your attitude, and you're always in control of your effort. You can always control those. You can't control your opponent. Right. You can't control what the other team's doing or what the opponent's doing. You can't control how long their reach is or how tall they are or how big they are or how long they've been training or if they were a national champion wrestler. You can't control if, how tall you are. You can't control what side of the tracks you grew up on. You can't control who your mom and daddy are. There's so many things in your life that you may not be able to control. But the thing that determines your trajectory over anything else on this planet, you can control. And that's your effort and your attitude. That's going to decide where you go more than anything else. And I know that's not a popular thing to say in 2021 because everybody wants to blame the fact they're not where they want to be on the fact that they didn't get a leg up over Tom, Dick, and Harry and this person. And I'm guilty of it. I see people that get have more success than me because they didn't put in, the, and, the, and I know they didn't put in the same effort as me because right. their mom and daddy gave it to them, and I start hating. But guess what? I can't control that. No. That's not on me. I can't control what their mom and daddy did or didn't do or my mom and daddy did didn't do. It's not my job to hate on them. It's my job to focus on my My, two things. You don't even fucking think about them. You know what I mean? My attitude and my effort. But I'm bad about getting salty about it. I catch myself all the time. I'll I'll get salty about it. I just can't hardly do it for some reason. I can't. It's a a character flaw of mine. Well, you know, I have my sweet mother. She she used to really care about what everybody thought. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My wife really cares about what everybody else thinks and does i really give two shits you know yeah i think that's one of my one of my one of my uh superhero that's uh, superhero traits. quality for real because i really don't give a shit like so what so what you make more money than me so what you 
had a better upbringing than me, so what? Then you get shit given to you. Fuck you. I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I'll be still be your friend too. I'm learning. I'm learn. I'm I'm teaching myself to be that. Yeah, way. I can still be friends with people like that too. Yeah. Like it don't bother me at all. I'm teaching myself to be that way. I'm teaching myself to like, like I, my attitude never. It's all that I can control. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like letting go of my ego and letting go of my of my. I mean, that's just been something I've never thought about though. because I'm a, I'm just a super competitive person, right. and so I view everything as a competition. I think that's why I'm not everything. Everything is is a competition to me. Like, you know, I want to be the best you ever had in the sack. I want to be the most successful. I want to be the biggest. I want to be the tallest. I want to be the, the best athlete. Yeah. I want to be the best fighter. I want to be. I want to be the best everything all the time. I, you know, it's, I'm not quite that way. I only want to be the best at shit that I care about. I care you about know? everything. I just don't. I, I mean, I don't want to be the best musician. Like, That's not my thing. My, I'm saying I don't care about being the best musician. I don't care about being the best fighter, because it's not shit that I do daily. Right. But I do care about doing my job the best. I do right. care I, about so. So I guess it are it is being things that, the best driver. I care about. Yeah, it is things that I that I I do care about too. But I just care about a lot of things. Nah, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I care about my financial success. I care about my yeah, my yeah, emotional absolutely. success. I care about my mindset. I care about my being the best fighter. I care about being the best coach. And I get really. Um, my ego gets really hurt when I'm not, when I see that I'm not, when I'm, when I see where I come up short, my ego gets really, really hurt. And yeah. it's, and it's, um, I've talked, said on here before, but it's something that's held me back. You know what I mean? Because you, when your ego gets going too much, cause it can drive you. Yeah, it can be a good sure. thing. It can drive me. Like I want to be the best. So I work hard at being the best. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No. The problem comes when when you want to be the best so bad and you fail and you're like, well, if I can't be the best, I'm just gonna quit. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it anymore. I'm not gonna do it anymore. Right. It's, oh well, I'm not the best, so let me let me just go go move on to something so else. How are you I, ever gonna be the best? Right, right? you can't be the best because I don't care who you are. You can't be the best. You can't achieve greatness in anything until you go through turmoil. Until you go through absolute suffering. Right, and years maybe of it. Years of it. Years. Years. And years. Years, I promise you, it'll be years. If you're gonna be great, you're gonna right. go through more, and life is gonna beat you down. The the industry's gonna beat you down, dude. They got to beat Poirier last night. They said he he went through like he went on a three fight skid and was gonna get cut on his next fight. There you go. Now Charles Oliveira, he was gonna get cut on his next fight. He was on a three fight skid. Was gonna get if he he got to the down where if he lost one more fight he was gonna get cut. Then you look at what is he the one the thirty five champ the he's from Mexico. What's one? Um, what's his name? Figueroa. He got oh, cut. Not Figueroa, the one that beat Figueroa, Figueroa, like, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Uh, Brandon. I know. Yeah, what's his last name? Moreno. Moreno. Yeah. He got cut. Homie said years ago. He said, "I'm gonna be the champion. I'm gonna be the champion of the world." Went on a skid. Got cut from the UFC. He's probably the only fighter that's ever been cut from the UFC and came back and won the title. That's crazy, isn't it? He got cut from his dream. Because a lot of people, when they think about being a fighter or anything, they view the John Jones route. Nobody has ever done the John one. Jones route. One person. He's the only one. He's the only one. Everybody views it like, oh, I'm going I'm, to I'm be the... Because you uh, it's, remember it's like... A, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a straight line. It's Sage a, North cut, right? Right. We all thought, okay, I it's next John Jones, right? I didn't think that. I mean, that's what they thought. People thought that. They I didn't said think. it. Yeah. 
Dude sucks. I mean, he don't suck. That's he over, suck, that's an overshot. He, yeah, yeah, but he, you know he, what I mean. He definitely is not the next John. In 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 that profile, he sucks. Right. Well, everybody does. Yes, everybody. Everybody does. sucks in, in that comparison. You know, not you're not going to always be the next LeBron. No. But you, which you can be. It's Mike. You can be the next. Well, I mean, you can be. The, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, right? Mike got cut from his high school team. You can be the next ver. Be, you can be the best version of you. Oh hell yeah! And the moment that. You start being okay with when when I this and this is the point I wanted to get to. I started the podcast today. I was talking about that you got to at some point stop being okay with being second place. If and the, what I want to put in there is if you want to achieve greatness, all right. At some point you got to be not be okay with coming in second. At some point you got to quit being okay. And I think that who you come in second to is the best version of yourself because there's a best version of you out there. Yes, for sure. There's a best version of you. And I promise you, he's not eating ho-hos. No. Like, you're giving up. Think about this. You're giving up the best version of yourself for freaking little Debbie cakes. You're sacrificing the best version of yourself for sugar and junk food. You're sacrificing the best version of yourself so you can binge watch Netflix. You're sacrificing the best version of yourself so you can stay comfortable. You're sacrificing. You're going to die one day. And there's a lot of there's a lot of speakers that say this. Um, one of them being Ed Milet. He says that his his heaven and his hell is this. His heaven would be one day he would die, and he's going to get to heaven, and God's going to bring out the best version of himself he could be, and it's virtually identical to the person that, that he, he is. was. And All his right. version of hell was he would go to he he would get to heaven, and God would bring out the version of him he could be, and it would be. No, they look nothing the same. Ten times better than what he could have. You know what, what I mean? Was, right. And you start thinking like, okay, am I living my life right now to be the best version of me in every area of my life? Yeah. Is my fitness on point? Am I treating my family right? Am I am I spending time with them? Am I doing the things I need to do? Am I chasing my dreams? Am I going for the things I really want in my life? Or am I being okay with mediocrity and coming in second? Because at some point. At some point, you're going to have to face yourself in the mirror, and you're going to have to look at yourself. And so many people do it so late in their life. They look at themselves in the mirror when they're 80, and they think about what could have been and the version of themselves they could have been Yeah. because they were so worried about what everybody else thought. They were so worried about failure. They were so worried about being uncomfortable. They were so worried about um, you know, doing things that they didn't want to do or whatever. And then they think about what could have been. Oh, man, I sure wish I'd have started that business. Yeah. Man, I sure wish I'd have taken better care of my body. Man, I sure wish I'd have spent more time with my kids. Man, I wish I'd have been a better husband. Man, I sure wish I'd have been a better father. I sure wish I'd have been a better brother or a son or whatever. Yeah. And you never think about it till you don't think about being a better son till your parents are dead most of the time. Right. You don't think about being a better father till your kids are grown and they're out of the house and they're living their own life and they they don't have much to do with you anymore. Yeah, you, you sucked. You know, you don't think yeah. about or even if you didn't cuz kids, you know, their lives go on. They they yeah. may not see you that much anymore for whatever reason, but you're not thinking about what you did wrong until it's too late. We spend so much of our life thinking thinking you know, in terms of it's like the whole um the old like what would you do if you won the lottery? What an absolute worthless conversation to have. What would I do if I won the lottery? I agree. Shut the fuck up. And my answer used to be terrible too. I used to I used to have good answers for it, but it just really? like Yeah, I mean I'd invest in this or oh, what, you yeah, know. No, mine was terrible. What was yours? Over I probably overdosed in like two weeks. Yeah, that's a really bad answer. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it might have been honest, but I told him I get a trunk full of cocaine and strippers. <sighs> yes, for my car. That's, that's terrible. A, that's yeah. a really terrible answer. I, it's changed now since yeah. then, but but I mean, I don't have an answer now. Like, why stupid. are you spending so? Why do people spend so much of their time? What if? What if? And on 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 stupid stuff like that. Think about what if you were the best version of you. What if you quit eating ho hos? Think about what if you went after your dream and went after what you really wanted to do in life. You know what I mean? What if you went after and tried to be just the best version of yourself every single day? Maybe it isn't starting a business because it's not that's not the everybody's dream. Maybe it's not you want to be a bodybuilder. Maybe it's not you want to be a professional fighter. But there's a best version of you out there. There's there's a version of you, and I think we spend our whole lives waiting to become it without ever putting in the effort to become it. Right. Think about how many people talk about one of these days I'm going to get in shape. One of these days I'm going to do this. One of these days I'm going to do that. And they just do their, they do that crap their whole life. Their whole life. At some point, if you're ever going to do it, you got to stop being okay with second place. Right. You got to stop being okay with that. You got to stop being okay with the person you are right now. You know? And I'm saying this because I realize where I've come up short. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm, t- I'm preaching from the ditch. I'm not preaching from the pulpit. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't sit here and look down on anybody that's doing this because I'm guilty of it too. We've all been there. I'm guilty Everybody's of it too. There. You get, you get complacent. You get comfortable. You get irritable. You get lazy. You get, you know, um, and then you want to blame every. This is something I've noticed myself doing. I want to blame everybody else. And then you ever you ever seen the the kind of people who get like uh, I would I don't want to necessarily say the top but 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 you get towards the top right? right doing the things that you were doing to be incredibly excellent right yeah and then as you get to that position in life and then you just start saying you know like well, I'm here now so fuck it right right so then you just start doing things you wouldn't normally do right you change those habits and then you see yourself sink right back down to. I mean, career-wise, yeah. that, that, oh, oh, you're that, right. It happens you know, a lot with people, like with their fitness too. Like that's a real yes. common thing. People they'll get in a little bit of shape, they'll eat right for a little while, and they'll get a, be and they'll oh well, I'm just going to do a cheat meal. I'm going to take this week off, and then you just sink right back down. I had a guy asking me the other day about fitness. I was just like, "Why are you asking me about fitness? I'm not." But you might be more fit than him. But I am, and I do know a lot about fitness for him. So I talked to him, and you might be the person I ask. So I was like, man, that's all I can tell you. And I was like, in my personal opinion, cheat meals are bad. If you're going to do it, do it a long time. Get on a diet that you can stick to. Right. And that you like that you you're going to be able to do long term. But I'm just saying, if you're going to eat healthy if, every day. If you're going to eat healthy like, every day. If you're going to eat like shit, my version of eat like shit is have a steak for your cheat day. Right, that's yeah. I do steak during the week too. But. I'm just saying like Yeah. He was gonna do the low carb, so I was just like, I mean, have a steak on Sunday, but don't eat steak all all week. If you eat steak all week, then I mean, you're gonna get spoiled anyways, right? Right. So I mean, we have chicken, we have uh, cauliflower rice, we have broccoli uh, slaw, shit like that. And this is what I was on the diet. I'm not gonna say I'm on it now because I just had a McDonald's. Time to get cow. back on that shit. Yeah, absolutely, it is. I think I got Taylor. I got Taylor talked into it. Time too. to be, time to be committed, man. Zoe picked Mickey D's today, so I'm just like, 
I had Mickey D's, but I took I had a bacon egg and cheese biscuit. I took a, I took the biscuit off, yeah, and I just had the egg and the bacon, and then I had a, a some oatmeal. Well, I had some spicy McNuggets. The word I pulled the crust off of them. Anyway, that's a lie. So I hope this helps somebody today, man. Leave us a review on iTunes or however you listen to your podcast. Send us any questions or comments that you want to. Uh, Anything you want to say, send it to manuppodcast90 at gmail.com. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. This is a short episode. Um, I got to take uh, the wife and kids Christmas shopping. But Stop I appreciate texting me. Everybody being here. Um, thank y'all so much for listening. It means the world to us. Um, if you would, if you got something out of it, share this podcast to somebody that needs to hear it. I'll see y'all on the next episode of the Man Up Podcast. Peace. Peace, brothers.